Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. I'm Riley Stapleton here with Ty Odom on another Panther Pit. How you doing today, Ty? I'm doing great, bro. <laughs> so, um, as you know, we transitioned from you know the fall to winter. Obviously, we don't have as many sports to talk about. So today, um, it's going to be a lot of basketball mainly. Um, Ty traveled with the team over mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving break um, as they played in some tournaments. So, um, just mainly basketball. But I want to start by saying, um, swim. Their last meet was November 10th, and I believe we've you know talked about that in recent Panther Bits. Their next meet is um, the Lakeside Invitational in Chambly on Saturday, December 1st. So, um, you know, just go up there, support the team. But um, I think they've been pretty quiet recently. Um, so I guess we'll just hop in basketball. Um, I guess we can start with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um can you just talk to me about, you know, what you saw over the break? So what I saw over the break, I mean, it was definitely a rough start, to say the least. But even though we only won uh, one game, it, we still showed a lot of promise from our team. We just have to work out some of the kinks, basically some um, rebounding issues there that we had. That's it. But, like, getting shots and play, and defense, we, we don't. We, we don't have problems with that. We just need to work on finish, like just finishing plays. So, and that goes for both ends of the court. But yeah, against Lakeview, that was a really, a really tough game that we played. We only lost by one point. It was down to the wire and uh, Lakeview's point guard uh, really showed out. But also we had uh, three players who scored 14 points and that was uh, Dale Rice, Reese Clevenger and Nick Weiss. They all scored 14 in that game. And it showed it just showed our ability to um just get some shots up. And uh we just yeah, that's mainly what it showed in that game. And then against the Kings Academy, we won by six, uh 58 to 52. And this game really um is where we uh really showed out. This is like really where we showed our uh full potential. Once again, we had uh three leading scorers again with Daryl Rice, Nick Weist, and Nate Allison this time, with all had 12 points, and Wes Grant uh, with 11. Um, all these, all of them showed really good, uh, really good potential. They all played really well together and as a, as a unit. And also some of the, and these new guys have also really been showing out and really been uh, making a really good uh, contribution to the team. And it's always nice to see that. And so, and that was from the uh, North Forsyth tournament to uh, start the uh, to kind of start off the break, and then they played a third game against the uh, Dunwoody Wildcats, but they lost sixty nine to sixty one. But once again, uh, Reese Clevenger and Nate Allison were the uh, leading scorers with twelve points each. These uh, this game, once again, even though we lost, it showed our ability to get shots up. We just kind of need to um, – it's when we build a lead, we can't – sometimes we can't sustain the lead. So we just have to work on keeping the lead and to keep uh, playing with a purpose mm-hmm. to um, sort of get uh, – to close out leads. games. Mm-hmm. And so – and then to go on to the Under Armour Classic, which was a very interesting game, to say the least. It was <clears> – <throat> It started off very uh, lopsided with uh, start. Well, Stars Mill, we put up 16 points to Douglas County's five in the first quarter. But 
but they came back with 15 points in the second. We only scored nine. So by the half, it was a pretty close game. And during the second half, it was just close all around. And we actually did go into overtime in that game. But once again, I guess fatigue uh, got to the team. So they only scored two points in overtime. But in this game, Jermaine Mann lead, led all scorers with 23 points. Mm. So, yeah, he's um, showed uh, a really good promise in all the games he's played. So I feel like once we uh, can develop all the other pieces around him, we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be a lot better. So I really don't think there is much to worry about there. Mm-hmm. And then to uh, wrap up, the break on Saturday, we played against uh, Pace Academy at the Holiday Hoops Giving Tournament at Holy Innocence, which was a very, a very, very cool tournament that I am so glad that I got the chance to go to. And once again, uh, Jermaine led all scorers with 14 points with Daryl Rice adding 10 points to that. Um, during this game, um, our rebounding really uh really took a dive so it just really showed um that we need to uh just to add a little bit more effort because we definitely had the height and the physical ability to go and get those boards it's just a matter of wanting to do it so and that shouldn't be a uh really shouldn't be a problem going forward especially in the regular season and so riley i know you were at the um game against east Coweta, so i'll go go ahead and let you talk about that one East Coweta was an interesting game, to say the least. Um, I I definitely see the promise in the team. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential to be a really good team. Daryl really impressed me at point guard. He's a smaller, shifty guy, great ball handler. Um, honestly, turnovers, bad passes really mm-hmm. cost us. That. I mean, I didn't think we played that well, and I thought East Coweta played really well, and we only lost by six. That is very true. So. And, I mean, I take this loss, you know, with a grain of salt. I don't know if this really describes our team. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jermaine, you know, he's supposed to be the superstar this year. I kind of expected more from him the first time I saw him, but I don't think that's his fault. He was kind of in foul trouble throughout the game. I don't really agree with many of the fouls called on him. But um, <laughs> I think the foul trouble that he was in really held him back because he had some really nice plays where, I mean, it just seemed like you could tell he was – higher than just a typical high school level. You know, there's a mm-hmm. different type of IQ there. Um, but I just think turnovers got everyone frustrated. And we just – we didn't play our best brand of basketball. But, I mean, offensively, mm-hmm. I thought we I thought we rebounded well, especially in the second half as we kept trying to make mm-hmm. a comeback. I mean, a lot of times there were shots going up and there were three Stars Mill players fighting for it. Like, everyone wanted to rebound and we all wanted to push it and – I think we kind of started to play East Coweta's game at some points. And, uh, I mean, they had some knockdown shooters. And there was just some oh, yeah. things that you can't defend. And, I mean, whenever their guys are pulling up from 30 feet out there, even when you have a hand in their face and knocking them down, there's not much you can do. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we played well. I'll give some credit to East Coweta. I think they're a very good team. But um, as far as, you know, whenever we step into region play, I know Fayette County is pretty good, but I think outside of that, we could be pretty dominant in the region, especially Jermaine. Mm-hmm. I believe so, too. Mm-hmm. And so, also, there's just someone who actually really surprised me in this game, who had been kind of quiet during the break, but Wesley Grant really Great game. showed Great out game. that game. He had 13 points on 5 of 8 shooting, which is awesome for someone 
who for a junior who played JV last year and on the freshman team the year before that. So it's always great to kind of see these new players come out and show out, and he really did. And you could tell that the crowd really got behind him mm-hmm. during that game. And that's the thing is when guys like him step up in these games, it's mm-hmm. kind of – I look at it as a very positive thing because at some point in the season we know Jermaine, we know Nate and Daryl, they're going to start playing, you know, at the level we know they can. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be really, really good players. But when these pieces around them show that, you know, they're developing and they can contribute too, you know, that's what will win you the important games. It was whenever, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, it's all about having a really good team. Um, yes. Yeah, and so I just think if you have a really good team around stars like Jermaine and Nate especially, because mm-hmm. like you said, Jermaine had a 23-point game. We know he can put up numbers. So once those other players around him um, get really good, then, you, you know, you're looking at a team that could be deadly in the postseason. Oh, Because, I mean, unless you're playing future NBA players, I think high school is really team basketball. It really is. No matter what, um, you can have a star like Jermaine. But you can tell that when Jermaine plays, he doesn't just go out there all for himself. He really wants to get his team involved, get his teammates involved the best he can, and only really takes over when it's absolutely necessary for him to do so. Mm-hmm. And. I just think um, our ball handling was kind of loose last night. It there was. There so many lost dribbles that just – I think East Cowboy just pressing really got to us in game. They were just a lanky team. Mm, I mean, they are. Their starters all looked, you know, 6'3 six, six, to 6'6. Six, six. They mean, were. They were a giant team, and just I think just the length that they had on the defensive end really bothered us. Mm. And so once we – if we can fix those few things, I don't know if that turnover thing was just a one-time thing because of how uh, lanky East Cowboy was, but – if so, just fix some things in these next few practices, and they should be good to go for um, for the bulk of the rest of the season. Yeah. And like I said, with these young players that are definitely going to um, develop their game over the season, which I've definitely seen in practice. Some of these guys are – it's like they can do it in practice, but not in the games. They'll soon be able to do it in the games once they get that – like those first few games, like of those jitters out of their system. Like I guess um, Wes really just shook it off first. So I know some of these other players, like let's just say name uh, Luke Presley. He's really good down in the post, and he can step out and hit the three, even though he didn't really um, do much over the weekend. He's definitely going to develop develop and become a really good, solid player off the bench. Uh, same goes with Brandon Allison, who can really stretch out the floor at his height and with his shooting, and I'm really that's, excited for him. That's the value I saw Reese bringing. Mm-hmm. Reese, Reese knocked too. down some threes in a – just well, especially with a player like Jermaine, the spacing is going to be the mm-hmm. crucial thing. Because I know, I mean, to me, last night it seemed like we took more threes against East Coweta than we did all of last season. We did last season. We were kind of scared to shoot the three ball. I don't think we had many great shooters, but mm-hmm. I could hear just Coach Gibbons on the sideline was just yelling at everyone, like, "Just shoot it!" Like, I don't care. Yeah, just he shoot it. Doesn't care about the misses. He just cares. He cares about playing hard, maximum effort, getting the rebounds, playing good defense. And he believes that that will give you the shots available later. Yeah. And so as long as you it was like, shoot the ball, you'll be yeah, good. Like what you said earlier is it was kind of about just finishing the plays. I mean, we only lost by six. And like I feel like we probably didn't shoot a very good percentage from the field. We missed so many open shots. We did. But I think, you know, when you start taking these shots now mm-hmm. and getting more comfortable shooting the ball in these games that, you know, may not matter later in the season – and then you get to those important games and you've been doing that all season and now you're comfortable, you're going to start knocking those down. Oh, yeah. And so whenever our field goal percentage starts to climb up, we are going to be a deadly, deadly, deadly team. 
we definitely will be because first of all when you think of it, everybody in the starting lineup can shoot from last night you saw daryl he can knock it down wes obviously jermaine can step out and do the same thing nick Weiss, that's his game and nate can step out on occasion and hit the uh 15 to 20 footer and so with those shots comes a sort of uh, pressure that will create more space and open up lanes to go in mm-hmm. and score on the inside. And that'll create a lot of plays that I think the fans will like. And when that comes around, this team will get rocking and rolling and we'll just have such a great season. And I'm yeah. so excited. I don't, cause like last night, there weren't any shots that I would complain about. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were getting oh, no. good looks. We weren't settling at all. We moved the ball around and waited until we got an open look. And some night your shots just don't fall. Mm-hmm. And so, when the final buzzer sounded, I looked up at the scoreboard and I was like, we're playing a good team. We only lost by six. And I do not think that was anywhere near our maximum potential. I and mean, also this, this is going to be a good team. Is that we put up more points than we have ever put up before. Yeah, especially this season. I mean, points. we followed up a 37-point mm-hmm. game with a 77-point game. That's unheard of in Stars in the Middle. Normally our games are low-scoring, grinded-out type games. Mm-hmm. But now as we transition to this more fast-paced style, that I think that really suits the players that we have because they. I know a lot of them did love to shoot the basketball, mm-hmm. and they love to make good plays slash cut into the basket, get open dunks and layups in. So when we can play that outside going in-game, that we do, it's always going to be a great thing. And so I just can't wait for that to come up. Yeah, as soon as the shots start falling, I mean, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. And so, um, But I do believe that we had some interviews from the break. Do we want to um, hear what Coach Gibbons had to say about Thanksgiving break? Yes. So um, we'll plug that right now. Basically, um, with these tournaments and stuff that you um, have uh, scheduled for your, this week, um, what do you think you guys could learn from all these games? Well, 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 the biggest thing with going out and playing these tournaments is you have to know that you can go compete uh, at a high level against whoever stands across from you. Uh, you want to know that you're battle-tested as you get into your region play. So this is this is more about us being battle-tested with a very new group of guys that, that lack experience. And so I don't look at our record. I just look at it. We take a step forward every night as we get ready for region play. So I, And that gives us an opportunity to get out and see uh, other good basketball teams uh, and let people know that we're playing good basketball at Stars Mill. So you got to get out. Nobody knows uh, that we're playing ball down in Peachtree City, so we got to take our show on the road and show people what we're capable of doing. All right, and so also, um, also playing these games against um, like tougher non-region opponents, how do you think that will um, help you guys in the regular season, especially when against region region opponents where these games will matter? Well, you, you try to go out and make sure that you're tested for the region. Uh, the thing with high school basketball is your, your non-region record doesn't mean anything except for rankings, which is voted on by, by sports writers. What I'm saying is we have to be ready for the region game because that's what you're that's what you're graded by. Where do you finish in the region? Uh, where do you get into the state tournament? What's your seed? And so that goes based upon the region. So everything we're doing is in preparation uh, for our region schedule. All right, and so um, and um, throughout this week, um, it's sort of like have, what do you um, have, have have you seen like in your team, like both the positive and the negative? Uh, the the. I'll hit the negative first because I don't like to touch on a lot of negative things. I think the thing that I, I, I as a coach, probably underestimate is our lack of experience and how it shows up in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that that's one of the things that I know that is shown up in a lot for us. 
But the positive, if you flip that coin over, is we have gained experience. We, we have gotten better. Uh, I've been a little mild-mannered as a coach. I haven't been on the guys as much as I'm trying to get them to learn. But every time I say something to them or I get on to them, they respond. And so I know that we're capable of responding, and I know they're capable of taking coaching. And so it's just it's just a work in progress. All right, and so also kind of um, to wrap this up as a last question. Um, so what do you think you can take from other teams that you have seen today and apply them to your uh, – to your team and your this system. Well, one thing about coaching is you're always picking up stuff as you're going against teams and games, and you've seen some stuff that is hard for these young guys to figure out. We played against a 3-2 zone today. Haven't seen a lot of that, and so it kind of stymied us a little bit. Guys don't quite know the looks and the reads, and so one thing I know, which we haven't gotten that far yet, is adding a lot of variety of defenses in the game uh, to be able to keep the other teams out balance. And so you know, that's what you saw uh, the team we played against today did and a couple of other teams. And so as we get our stuff, and we haven't had a lot of practices either. Our, our schedule's been really quick, and so you know, we're probably about eight total practices uh, and then started playing. And so we haven't practiced in the last you know, 10 days, essentially. And so as we get some more practice time, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine come January. All right. So basically, um, so yeah, going back to what, what Coach Gibbons said on these interviews, um, he basically thinks like these games, especially over the uh, break or sort of games that will get them prepared for the regular season and for the games that really do count in the region. Um, it's just to kind of show them like, yeah, we can play against that top competition and still be in close because really we didn't really get blown out by any team. No. Our biggest loss, close. I think, was 10 points. And that's really not much when you think about some other games. I think it was – yeah, the 47-37 against Pace Academy mm-hmm. was our biggest loss. Yes, so in those games, like we always, we're still always in there, and being in those games is really just a testimony to how how much they want to win and how they, they don't give up until the buzzer sounds. So, that's, I mean, that's exactly that's what I noticed with East Coweta. First of all, we did not give up at all. Um, but, I mean, they were just a team that was making shots. I mean, we would get the lead down to seven or eight, and we just couldn't get over that hump of getting in a closer, you know, four or five points and just slowly coming back. And there were a lot of foul calls. I don't know if I want to blame our team because I don't know how many of them were fouls. Not many. But, I mean, it was just – it was borderline calls that you shouldn't – Call. Well, when you're the home team. Mm -hmm. Those calls normally go your way. And there's sometimes – I don't know. But it would seem like we would go down and get a basket and you start to cut back into the lead – or into our deficit – and then it just seemed like every time East Coweta was shooting free throws. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see the free throw numbers because it seemed like they lived at the free throw line. Let's they see. shot so many. I don't know how many free throws they had, but we had a total of 14 free throws. They probably Double, were around doubling that. triple, maybe even. I mean, they were living at the free throw line and got so many easy points. Mm-hmm. And I think when you clean up those parts of the game, I don't I think – I have a feeling that we might roll through this region schedule except maybe um, – I know Fayette County is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, East Cal, we beat them by 13, though. I feel like we hung around a little better than mm-hmm. Fayette County did. I feel like – also, I hope this East Cal, game, like with all these foul calls and stuff, hopefully doesn't discourage them from playing physically because when they play physical, they play their best, which mm-hmm. was really shown in that Kings Academy game where they, they played very physical. They were banging, hanging Megan down low in the post, especially some of these new big guys, namely one of our own, Prowler, our Prowler's <laughs> own, Valen Yeager, might not be the most polished player, but he definitely loves to go down there and get physical. And when we get guys who can do that from all positions, like Daryl, who can do it, who does it from the point guard, and Wes can get in there and do the same thing. And obviously our bigs love to do it. So having that 
and getting really physical really does take the energy out of our opponents and will help us in the long run. Yeah, I mean, I feel like our offense is very balanced. I mean, we have guys that can step out and knock down threes. We even have a couple guys. I think Daryl and Wesley have pretty good mid-range games, and then you can throw it down to Jermaine and Nate, who, especially when we get into the region, we're going to start having more of a size advantage because not every high school team in Georgia is ginormous like East Coweta. I mean, they're – I mean, you have our Daryl's like what five six ish, and he's bringing the ball and being guarded by someone who's six four, who's mm-hmm. playing point guard for them and is the shortest player on the court for them. I mean, you don't play a lot of those teams, so once we start getting some size advantages and you can just throw it down to Jermaine and Nate and just let them work in the post, mm-hmm. or you know, put other guys like Reese there. You know, you throw the ball down to Nate and you have Wesley and Reese on the three point line. You can kick it out if they try to help. I mean, we'll. The offense will be fine. We have I, so many options because everybody mm-hmm. can put the ball into the best. That's like what, when you were talking about all the scores over the break. I mean, it seemed like a different guy was leading us every time, mm-hmm. or at least tied with you know some of the other guys who were always there. I mean, we've seen Wesley had good games. Nick Weiss has had good games. Clevenger stepped up. Jermaine had a big game. Allison has been consistent. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. by any means a one-man show. You never know who's going to hurt you because it's you know at least one player on our team is going to be making his shots any given night. Mm-hmm. And um, then you add in the Lynch brothers off the bench, mm-hmm. along with Brandon, and then you and then uh, Luke Presley and Valen to come in there and get rebounds and kick it out. We just have so many options starting and coming off the bench, and it's just going to be great mm-hmm. going on. I feel like we've ha- we have more size this year than mm-hmm. we have in the past. Definitely a bigger team, but um, I just like when you you mentioned earlier the transfers that we were talking about. Daryl impressed me, and I know mm-hmm. Jermaine. I mean, I'm excited to see him step on the court against McIntosh. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I-, I think we might beat McIntosh by a good little bit. We probably will. I, we probably will. Maybe it's just me, you know. I it's just want to think from that. from Stars Mill. Yeah. Um, we, we really, yeah. But um, we've talked about the boys a lot. We might want to start mm-hmm. transitioning more towards the girls. but um, Yeah, we should. Um, girls really showed out in that game. Yeah, okay. They started 0-3 at the North Forsyth Tournament, but we didn't have Alice Ann. If you know anything about Stars Mill girls basketball, Alice Ann Hudson is what mm-hmm. makes the team run. Um, we have a lot of talent outside of Alice Ann, but it's kind of that she's glues everyone together. Because I know um, in – I talked to Sweeney, and we'll play that interview for you in a second. I think Ashton Lally had um, some really good games over the break, but just when you're missing your leader, it's hard to win some games. Um and, yeah, we'll just um, – Miss Sweeney kind of summarized the break whenever I interviewed her, so I'll just play that for you now. I'll just start by – just talk to me kind of about the games that went on over the break. Um, well, we went to North Versailles for um, a tournament, and um, we struggled a little bit. Um, it was a long drive up there, and I think that wore on them as the days went on. Um, we played some good teams, and um, we just fell short a couple of days. So. I know. Alice Ann wasn't healthy during the scrimmage. What's her Correct. status? Um, Alice Ann didn't play the first three games. Um, she had a high ankle sprain um, at practice a couple of weeks ago. But um, as of last Wednesday, which is after all three games, <laughs> she was cleared. So um, she'll be playing tonight. Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. And so 0 and 3 isn't the worst thing in the world whenever you're, you know, you went 0 and 3 without your best player. Correct. So we have nowhere to go but up. And um, yeah. I think tonight, hopefully, will be a pick me up and mm-hmm. start our season off right. What does she bring back to the team? Um, leadership, confidence. When she's on the court, everybody just, I think, 
plays calmer because they feel like you know she's got their back no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, so just the fact that knowing she's on the court with them it changes their mindset. So yeah. they kind of freak out when they don't think. <laughs> when she when, when when they kind of freaked out. I feel like when. Uh, mm -hmm they found out she couldn't play with them. And yeah. so I had to have other people step up. And they did. I had a lot of other people step up. Um, but we just kind of, we've got to figure out how to play together. We got uh -huh. a couple new people. So yeah. the first three games were eye-opening. Yeah. When I was at the scrimmage, Ashton kind of struggled to miss. Uh, how did she play over the break? Um, she played fantastic. Uh, the first game, I think, first game I think she scored 23. And then the second game she had like 10 or 12. So um, the third game she struggled, but I think it was just tiring. You know, she had, she she carried the team for two games, so uh -huh. you know it, it's hard to do that day in and day out. Yeah. So um, she played well though, so I can't really complain. Okay. So now you just use these next couple games to gel together with Allison back and right. hopefully start Going winning some region games next week. Correct. That's exactly what we're planning <laughs> on doing. So that's 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 the plan. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And like she said, you know, the girls kind of panicked in a way, whenever Alice Ann wasn't on the court. And um, getting her back last night, I mean, you can just – we lost to Douglas 61-49, lose to Pace Academy 61-49, and then lose to Lakeview 56-31, immediately turn around and beat East Coweta 55-37. I mean, it was just a quick turnaround. Alice Ann stepped on the court. She made an immediate impact. Um, everyone just kind of felt more comfortable. And um, they really impressed me. There were some stretches where we started to get a little sloppy and East Coweta would – claw back into the game a little bit. But what impressed me most about our win is how we never let them complete those runs. They would get within five or six, and then Coach Sweeney would, you know, kind of rally them together, like, you know, kind of get it together, mm -hmm. let's go. And then they would step back out on the court and go on a 10-0 run. And I, I was impressed with them, and I definitely think that that win will kind of help turn it around. And I'm just excited for region play. Like I've been saying with the boys, you know, I think we're going to start winning a lot of games. I think we definitely will on both sides. So just sort of to um, – I guess it's okay if we can wrap this up a little bit now. Both the girls' and boys' basketball teams will be have a great season this year. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, by the time we come around um, end of December, early January, we'll be definitely ready for these playoffs. Mm -hmm. And it's just I can't wait for all these players to really show what they've got and bring it to all these rival teams that we yeah. have. Yeah, and um, Allison, we all know she's a stud. I mean, she's just incredibly mm -hmm. talented. Um, but then Ashton Lally, especially I went to the scrimmage before the season started. Mm -hmm. I mean, she couldn't miss. I mean, if you would have asked her to miss, I don't know if she could. I mean, she was knocking down everything. And like Sweeney said, she had some big games. She, I don't know if she played her best game against East Coweta um, as far as just, you know, her field goal percentage, making mm -hmm. as many shots. Um, I just feel like East Coweta was a very balanced game from us. Um, but she's good. She's talented. And you also have, you know, Ryan King has been playing pretty well down low. And um, she made a couple mid-range jumpers against um, East Coweta, which impressed me. Um, her shot looks good. And then um, we have a freshman on the team that um, I think she's like 5'11", 6 foot. Mm -hmm. um, as she matures, she'll get more polished. She's very good. So the girls' team is definitely trending up. You know, they had a first-round exit last year, so they definitely have um, more to build on, which, I mean, and like you said, both basketball teams will be good this year. But um, I think that's all we got. Sandy Creek on Friday. Um, I'll be there to cover those. Um, 
it's a home game, girls at 6, boys at 7.30 like mm-hmm. usual. Um, be ready for a good game. Sandy Creek, uh, they play basketball over there. They, they, they play they some do. basketball. They yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're hoping to have a wrestling update for you next week as we you know learn more about what's going on over there. But um, as far as for this episode, I think that's all we have. Do you have anything to add? I don't. I'm ready to close it. <laughs> um, so I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving break. Thank you for um, tuning back in as we, you know, we're getting back into the swing of things. And um, just thank you guys for listening.